Session 447, Chapter 3, Verse 118 A Continuation يَا أَيُّهَا الَّذِينَ آمَنُوا لَا تَتَّخِذُوا بِطَانَةً مِّن دُونِكُمْ لَا يَأْلُونَكُمْ خَبَالًا لَا يَأْلُونَكُمْ خَبَالًا وَادُّوا مَا عَنِتُّمْ قَدْ بَدَتِ الْبَغْضَاءُ مِنْ أَفْوَاهِهِمْ وَمَا تُخْفِي صُدُورُهُمْ أَكْبَرُ قَدْ بَيَّنَّا لَكُمُ الْآيَاتِ إِن كُنْتُمْ تَعْقِلُونَ O you who believe, do not take your confidence from others than yourselves. Such outsiders will spare nothing to ruin you. They are eager to see you in distress. Hatred has already shown itself from their mouths, and with their chests hide is yet worse. We have certainly made the signs clear for you, should you apply reason. Chapter 3, verse 118 One of the best ways to preserve your faith is to have righteous friends. They share your values and keep you away from Satan's path. It is easy to be dragged into sin if the friends who always accompany you and share your secrets pressure you in the wrong direction. The word confidence is translated from the Arabic origin betana, which is the inner lining of your clothes. Often, the manufacturers of rough wool jackets install a soft lining inside. This lining is what touches your body and makes the jacket comfortable to wear. Likewise, your close friends are always nearby and help make you comfortable. Thus, they are called your betana. You probably know many young people who were raised right only to be corrupted by their close friends. Muhammad, peace be upon him, was the messenger God entrusted with the Quran. He surrounded himself with the best people as companions to follow his example and spread the message of Islam. Imam Hussein asked his father, Ali ben Abi Talib, may God be pleased with them, Father, tell me about the gatherings of God's messenger. Ali replied, The messenger of God did not sit or stand without remembering God. He did not assign a specific sitting place for certain companions and forbade others from saving a spot. Instead, every person sat in the next empty spot as they came in. And when the prophet, peace be upon him, joined a gathering, he would sit in the next empty spot as he entered. There was not a companion who always sat next to the prophet, but we all got a chance to sit next to him in different gatherings. All of us were equal. He, peace be upon him, would sit on the ground, eat with us, milk the sheep with his own hands, and accept the invitation of a slave. Our beloved Muhammad would give all his companions their fair share of attention so that each would feel like the most honorable guest. When he made eye contact with a companion during a talk, he would also ensure to look at all the others. Likewise, if he spoke while looking in one direction, he would turn equally toward the other seats in the room. Each one of us felt that Muhammad was our personal messenger from God. He was sent to all humankind. This was the character of the messenger, peace be upon him, as he set the best example for us, surrounded himself with the best bitana, and treated them with love and equality. 
Nowadays, we see people in power surrounding themselves with yes-men, giving them special privileges based on loyalty. Those who are most corrupt have a special seat next to the ruler. How far have we strayed from the path of Muhammad? Here I would like to take a few moments to reflect on how Imam Ali began his description of our beloved Muhammad's conduct in public gatherings. He said, The Messenger of God did not sit or stand without remembering God. This is an interesting way to start because it seems unrelated to the subject, but it serves as a beautiful reminder to be grateful to Allah for His blessings. Sitting, standing, and changing your position require complex muscle and nervous system coordination. And Muhammad, peace be upon him, used to thank God for this great privilege. Who made these deaf muscles understand the intent of your mind? As soon as you think about standing up, your body does it. When you decide to grab a glass off the table, do you command your bicep muscle to contract, your triceps to relax, your thumb and fingers to open wide enough to surround the glass, yet grasp just hard enough to hold it and not break it? Of course not. You just think, let's grab this glass, and your arm obeys. A poet says, within you the great universe dwells. It is as if all the wonders of creation and majesty of the universe have manifested within you. If you want to sleep, you sleep. And if you wish to rise, you rise. All are gifts from God the Creator. He says, We will show them our signs on the horizon and within themselves until it is clear to them that it is the truth. Is it not enough for your Lord that He is a witness of everything? Chapter 41, verse 53. And never think that you can move because you have an arm and a hand. Some people have hands but cannot order them to move. Thus all life and movement are fulfilled through the subjugation of God. Those who are less fortunate around should be your wake-up call. When you see a blind man, you suddenly become aware of your eyes and instinctively rub them to ensure they are okay. When you see a woman entering a dialysis center, you start thinking about your kidneys. Prophet Muhammad, peace be upon him, said, When one of you wakes up, let him say, Praise be to God who returned my soul to me, gave my body strength, and facilitated for me to remember him. The Messenger said, My Lord, my people treat this Qur'an as something to be ignored. Chapter 25, verse 30 Do not abandon God's book. Please take a moment to subscribe and to share with your family and friends. Visit us at www.qur'angarden.com